on wrestling fans welcome into the first ever episode of the mac geeks podcast i'm your host jacob hugley and we have a great one in store for you today uh, our first ever guest is going to be mr nathan tomasello nato as he's affectionately known uh wrestled at o- or ohio state rather um was a four-time all-american four-time big 10 champion and 2015 national champion both as an individual and won a team national title with the Buckeyes. Um, If you don't already know, Nato has recently accepted a coaching job to join the the Duke wrestling staff. So um, he's moving down to Durham, North Carolina, and helping build Duke into a powerhouse. So we got to get on the call with him today and hear a little bit about his journey, and I'm excited to share it with you guys. So without further ado, here's Mr. Nathan Tomasello. I'm doing pretty well. How are you? I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm uh, I'm just excited that I get to get on the call with you today and talk some ACC wrestling, hear about your journey and um, everything that's that's brought you to the point that you're at today. I'm, I'm really excited to hear about it. So, Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. So, you know, the first thing I wanted to ask you, actually, I, you know, I, I got in contact with you um with Dan Ward of Ward Wrestling Live. I saw your, your interviews over there with Dan um, and I've kind of gotten close to Dan over the last month and um, had a build a good relationship with him and got in touch with you through Dan. And uh, of course I listened to the, the episodes with, with you over there on his show. And uh, I, I definitely got to ask, uh, how's the Harry Potter reading coming? <laughs> oh man. Um, it's all right. I, I've taken a break from the Harry Potter a little bit. So yeah. Uh, one of my good friends, he his his son actually is really into Harry Potter, so I've been trying to just stay in touch in that sense and just help him with his reading and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah. My uh, b- before I we got into this whole quarantine ordeal, I'll be honest. I've I've only seen the first two movies, and then when this whole thing went down, my wife is a huge Harry Potter fan. And so it, it, it all started and she was like, all right, we gotta, we gotta watch all the movies. Um, I mean, I take that back. It's not like a huge Harry Potter fan. Like she's got stuff around the house or anything, you know, but it was like, it was a, a one of definitely one of her favorite series as a kid. Um, and so I, I sat down and I've watched all but the last one. And so I'm trying to figure out a way to watch the last one, but uh, they're, they're way better than I thought they were going to be. <laughs> definitely got me into it man um but yeah Yeah. we can can go ahead and get started talking some wrestling that's cool to you absolutely all right man um so for those of you if you do not know already um mr nathan tomasella wrestled for ohio state uh just a little bit about him before we get into uh, all of the questions i got for him uh he grew up in ohio his high school record was 178 and five, won four state titles in Ohio, uh, going undefeated his sophomore, junior, and senior season, um, and then transferred over, wrestled for the Buckeyes in college. In college, his total record was 119 and eight, including his redshirt season, which was 19 and 0. Uh, he was a four-time All-American, four-time Big Ten champion, and a 2015 national champion, as well as United States team. Uh, national team member so very very long accredited awesome resume man um 
I, I'm stoked to be able to talk to you. I've been a fan for, for years and years. I remember sitting in the crowd watching you uh, beat Moisey on the big stage and uh, definitely been a fan ever since. Wow, thank you. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, man, I, I've been a big fan. I, I definitely, definitely enjoy watching you wrestling and, and excited to hear more about your journey and, and how it's going to unfold, man. So uh, we'll just go ahead and jump right into it. How are you doing today? How's COVID affected your life since this whole thing went down? Yeah, um, I think COVID was just a good time to do some reflection. You know, I think things happened uh, for a reason and just going to the trials, I was focused on the trials and then COVID happened and uh, I tweaked my knee beforehand and I just really thought that I wanted to make a change, you know, and I felt like the next step of my journey was to help help a program and to really start giving back more. And uh, I just have always had a passion for working with guys, coaching, mentorship, and just um, way back in February of this month, I was in Cuba and I got to know Jacob Castro a little bit on the trip and we were just talking. He was asking kind of my thoughts on next steps for my career. And I was like, well, I definitely want to finish out the trials, but I think, I think coaching is definitely the next step. And then he connected me with Glenn. And uh, after that point, I didn't think about it too much. And then COVID happened and then kind of was just like, yeah, I think it might be the next step in my own career to, to go forward and just took some visits and um, it just felt right. So Very it's cool. ultimately kind of how things came along with uh, the coaching position. Awesome. So it sounds like you kind of had it maybe in the works a little bit before COVID. And then when COVID hit, had a little bit more time to think about it and, and really like explore the option and settle into it. Yeah, awesome, definitely. Man. So are you, are you down in Durham yet? Or are you still in Ohio? No, I'm actually in Florida right now. I was uh, there here for a few days training a little bit, but also, like I said, trying to get some, some contact lens. I have a friend that, it was able to kind of get me a discount for it. So um, I was here and then I go up to Columbus for the next five days and then I'll be in Durham. So hacking everything up next week and then making the move. It's awesome, man. Yeah. I'm excited. North Carolina's pretty cool, man. I, I grew up in Georgia um, and I got married right after college and moved up here with my wife and I uh, didn't expect to like as much as I do, but uh, North Carolina's pretty awesome. So Definitely got something to look forward to with that. Um, but yeah, I mean, awesome. you, you kind of said that, um, you know, you got the job, the connection kind of through uh, Jacob Casper and, you know, got that connection going and, and that was obviously your kind of like foothold in the door. Um, were, were you thinking coaching was the path before, you know, talking to him or was it something that kind of developed with him and it was, um, just kind of a, a relationship that, that happened through that. I think the last two summers, the thing I've really enjoyed that's kind of renewed my mind is just doing wrestling clinics and sharing kind of sharing my faith, but then also sharing what I've learned in the sport and just connecting with people, you know, and not to say coaching, college coaching is the same thing, but it just made me realize like, you kind of start understanding where your true passion is. I guess I think 
um, as you get older. And I think part of it's just that, that coaching and mentorship, you know, and, and hopefully developing the next next uh, generation and sharing and then building up a program. And I just, when the Duke opportunity presented itself, I was like, man, like, this could be like a Cornell of the South, you know, like prestigious uh, institution as far as academics, but then also a, a team that could do really well with the right recruiting and the right great staff and I feel like Glenn's done a great job the last couple months of getting the right people and getting in a great opportunity you know and I I personally like that area a lot as well you know like well how's how you've experienced the the winners and those have been challenging a little bit um so I'm kind of excited to be in a little bit nicer area and train down there a little bit and help this team and give back so yeah man yeah no it's it's definitely important to kind of find yourself and who you actually like what what you want to do you know like you're saying you doing through doing the clinics kind of found that that mentorship aspect really was something that you wanted to get into and um that's awesome man I, I did the same thing in college I was a business major and it turned out that senior year I figured out that's not what I wanted to do and um that you know I had kind of the similar passions as you and uh, now I'm a high school teacher and and I coach wrestling as well so um, I definitely encourage people to you know follow find what you what you actually truly like to do and and follow that because it makes a a big difference in your life Um, but right yeah that's the thing it makes like you said it makes it makes your, your pursuit your passion that makes life ultimately fulfilling you know, in a sense, that's, that's what I realized more than ever is just like where you feel very purposeful. That's where you need to go, you know, and it's just, it's a learning experience. And I think the senior level has been, is awesome, you know, competing as a resident athlete, but I just have felt the last year more than, than ever that it just, I want to do more than just the, the, the training aspect of things, you know, and the training's been training's good, but like I said, like, like just pouring into people, you know. I mean, I can point to my high school coach, my youth coach, my club coach, Tom Ryan, all the guys that kind of poured into me. Who now I want to do the same thing for other guys. So. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and it's kind of like I don't know if you have the same feeling, man, but it, when when I figured out what I wanted to do is kind of weight off your shoulders. You know, you're, you're like, wow, okay. Now I can just relax and, and do what I want to do. And, um, you know, time to get super excited and get to work and have a good time with it. Um, but you obviously talked about, you know, you got your, your connections at Ohio state still, you're there for, um, God, how it had to be what, six, seven years or something. Seven, seven years. Yeah. yeah. So, how, how did that go? Um, were there ever any conversations about staying there or um, was it just kind of a, you know, you, you had that connection through Duke and that was the, the choice? I had extensively talked to Tom about it, you know, and the other coaches. And the thing is, I knew at a certain point I would have to leave if I wanted to coach. Like more, like I saw kind of the handwriting a little bit 
The only one I could see possibly leaving in the next couple years would be Travell. I don't see Jay or Bo leaving or Tom. So I just realized, like, look, like, if it is it time or is it, do I wait another year? I just felt like it was the right time. You know, it was the right time to make it make a switch and just continue to grow, push my push myself and get get outside of the comfort zone. You know, like that's the thing. Like as as human beings, I feel like if we're in a place where we're really comfortable, I don't think we're growing. You know, and I just ultimately felt that the last. Yeah, I would say last cut like year that it's been an awesome opportunity to help the team. But I'm just like, it's time to keep growing as a as a person, as a man, you know, and just um, build some new relationships, meet some new people, be in a different culture. It's all scary, but it's all exciting, you know. Like the next step as far as my my life journey goes, and so I'm just excited to get down there and just do as much as I can, you know for the program. Yeah, for sure. So what, what was it about Duke specifically that drew you in? I, I mean, I don't know if you were looking anywhere else or if it was, if it was just that way the whole time. Um, but what about Duke kind of got you excited about the opportunity? So Glenn was a big part of it. I've talked to a couple guys about it and, uh, He's a great, he's a great boss, you know, to have a boss. Obviously that's the number one thing is just what I've talked to for different people that he's just a good man of God and just someone that cares a lot about you as a person. And just, um, I think it'll be helpful in a sense to keep that first and priority wise, like just learn from him as much as I can, you know, cause it's going to be a, uh, growth process for me. So connecting with him, that was big. And then just seeing the campus was beautiful. Being in that area, I could see myself being down there. And then just, uh, I think just the communication we've had has helped me kind of make a decision with things and just got me kind of ready to make that transition, you know? And he was just telling me kind of, his his journey a little bit with as he went through his college career and internationally and then into coaching and he just was really helpful with answering questions I had and just making it seem like if it was the right move yeah for sure um he's definitely been doing really good good things over there and um, like I said, you know, I live in Chapel Hill so just 20 minutes down the road and I've been over to Duke several times it's a beautiful place, beautiful campus. The the stadium, Cameron Indoor, or it's Cameron Indoor Stadium, I believe, um, is uh, is beautiful as well. I've been in there, and it uh, it all looks really good. You know, you got that that royal blue mat laid out with the the wood bleachers and everything. It looks good in there, man. It's a it's a really cool atmosphere. Um, definitely, I know they're excited to have you coming down, um, but you know. What, you know, I haven't even asked, what exactly is the, the job title that you're coming into? Yeah, I'll be, I'll be the assistant, one of the assistant coaches. So, and then Glenn's going to allow me to train as well um, if I decide to do that. So he's giving me a lot of leeway in a sense, which is really cool. You know, I think this first year he's going to 
kind of get me involved to see what goes behind the scenes of just not just the actual coaching in the room, but just all the things that go into developing a program, you know, and that's the exciting part. I've been around Ohio State, so I know a little bit of it, but just I think it's kind of cool, you know, to see exactly what what the ins and outs of uh, the recruiting, the owner relations, everything, you know. And, yeah, so that's the exciting part, I would say. And then, uh, obviously, giving back to the guys, you know, trying to be someone that they can lean on and, and ask questions about what I've learned. I want to share as much as I can, so. Yeah, man. I, I mean, it sounds like the perfect situation. You know, you're you're still competing, and, you know, you get a chance to go down and, and – get your foot in the door coaching and kind of take it slow and learn everything and uh, still compete. And I, I know that, you know, one of your big passions as well, I've heard is, uh, you know, strength and conditioning training. So uh, what kind of aspect of that are you bringing to Duke? Are you going to be, you know, really heavily involved with that as well? I actually talked to a strength coach on a zoom call about five days ago and I'm kind of excited to pick his brain on things. I would love to be involved a little bit with the strength and conditioning part of things and just see what they do on a regular basis and kind of go from there, you know. Um, If they want me to write up workouts, I'll write up some workouts and, yeah, you know, share what I've done. I mean, it's been a huge part of my life since I was high school. I, I was so super passionate about about the strength part of stuff. So I would love to keep sharing it to them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sure, you know, obviously um, up there, it's the old school gym, right? Um, yeah. Learned a lot up there. So uh, how is, how's everything up there with, with them and, and how's it going to be leaving the gym you've been with for a long time as well? It's been good. Um, Dustin's a really passionate guy. And we've been good friends for a while, so he's uh, he'll be tough to say goodbye. We'll see him. I'll see him next week. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's like I said, it's no looking back. But I feel really blessed in a sense where I, where I've been and the connections I made at Ohio State and the, the opportunities that have been presented in that sense. So yeah. I'm sure it's going to be great, man. It's, I mean, it, it's scary to, to leave places, especially, you know, when you've been somewhere for a while. Um, but, man, it, it opens new doors and you end up having, you know, way better time than you even thought most of the time. So um, definitely excited for your journey, man. But, um, you know, another part of your journey that we've kind of talked about a little bit is your, com- your competing, right, your competition career. So uh, how does that look? coming into Duke, um, are you still 57 kg, uh, going for Olympic trials? You know, what's the, the future of competition for you? Yeah. Yeah. 57 is going to be the weight for me for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, right now the, the plan is to compete at the trials. I, I got, uh, I made the team or I made the final, the final trials back in when I wrestled at the open in December. So I think that'll be an opportunity that I can't waste and so I'm gonna give it 
a great training camp beforehand and then see where things go, you know. Um, that'll probably – I'm thinking that'll probably be one of my final competitions. I think that'll transition more into the coaching as things go on. That's kind of been on my my mind, I would say, the last the last year or the last couple of months is getting into a new chapter of my life. So. Yeah. No, that was, that was going to be one of my questions. And, um, you know, I don't know if you want to expand on it anymore, but uh, I was going to ask you, you know, what was your future, you know, past the Olympics? And it, it kind of sounds like that's, that's what you're training for now. And, um, you know, maybe, maybe closing that door and opening the coaching door after. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel that right now, you know, like you said, connections I'll make down there and hopefully I know I've already kind of got connected with uh, a church and athletes in action. So I'm just looking forward to that sense, kind of getting my feet wet and, and making the move. So it's exciting, man. I mean, I know personally I'll, I'll miss watching you on the mat after whenever you choose to hang it up. But uh, I think it is, you know, it's good to, to kind of dive, you know, wholeheartedly into it. So um, I think, you know, whatever decision you make is going to be the best and, and, I wish you the best of luck with it for sure. Um, but yeah, and I think we've, you know, we've kind of hit the nail on the head with, with Duke, obviously. Um, and, you know, maybe a question I had, and, and you don't have to name names or anything, but I was wondering, you know, was there any other teams that you talked to or, you know, what was that kind of situation like? Yeah. There's a decent, there's a good amount of teams that reached out to me when I put something out on social media, and it was amazing that a lot of coaches were wanting me to join their programs, and there's definitely a few that I took a look at, and but ultimately I felt like Duke was the best opportunity right now going forward. So, but it was down to about three teams, three or four teams that I was looking at before before I made the decision. Yeah. That's awesome. I liked how, you know, earlier you kind of alluded to, um, you know, like Ivy League of the South kind of deal, you know, Duke having such a great academic uh, presence, it, it might be a good, a good place for, for transfers and, um, you know, kids that are more academically inclined. Um, maybe even some of those Stanford kids that are going through bad times right now, if, if that doesn't end up going their way. Um, definitely see, see that being a landing spot for, for some people over there. Um, what, what's your whole take on that situation, man? The whole Stanford situation. Just crazy. I mean, if they don't have a season this year, I mean, more programs are going to get cut. Yeah. Same thing with football. They don't have much football programs are getting cut. So that's the scary part. It's like this COVID crisis has kind of affected a lot of the wrestling because wrestling is not a major revenue sport. So, they're the ones that kind of take the blunt of it. And so it is It's scary um, in a sense where you don't want to keep losing college wrestling teams. And uh, hopefully they'll be able to get Stanford back. I know there's been a push to, to support to get the, that program back. So I know I talked to Borelli a little bit about possibly helping out there. So I know he he's a good man and I love to – see if their, their program gets back on its feet, you know, and because they've had some great wrestlers come out of there. Yeah, for sure. And I saw, I, 
I think I saw something reading through Twitter today. Um, I don't remember where it was from, but it, it seems like it's kind of like an all or nothing situation. Either they bring back all the programs or, or they don't. Um, and I think I saw the number 30 million. I don't know if that's like a legit thing or what, but um, it sounded like that was their kind of target number to raise to bring everything back, um, which, you know, sounds like a crazy number, but uh, I think the wrestling community has done, done some pretty good stuff in the past and, and uh, you know, hopefully they can get there, man. Um, but yeah, I mean, more, more back to you, you know, like you said, you really kind of thrust yourself into coaching and, and the clinics and all that kind of stuff. Where do you take your coaching philosophies from? And, you know, who are you as a coach? I know that I saw you've been coaching high school wrestling for a year. Um, so, you know, how's that transition been? And, you know, who are you as a coach? I think for me, the biggest coach, the biggest thing I want to be is someone that is passionate about them, not just as a coach, not just as a coach, the to team to coach to athlete but someone that people can lean on when they're going through times of difficulty and just care for them as a person you know I think the reason I'm excited about coaching is the coaches that have helped me in my journey have been the same way they've cared me about me more as a person than they have as an athlete and that's huge you know like and then to the day, your competition career is going to be over sometime. But it's that relationship that you've built between the athlete and the coach is the most important thing that goes on forever, you know. And I've realized that more as I've gotten older is that the relationships you make are far more important than any, any accolades that you get. And so that's the kind of coach I want to be for the guys at the team. And just – be able to do whatever I need to for the program. You know, if guys want extra workouts, they want me to work out, put a plan together. If they need any help academically wise, I mean, I'm all in, in that sense, you know, I told Glenn, like, let me know what I, how I need, how I can help. I'll do whatever I need to help. You know, if I, you want me to help fundraise, I can help fundraise. Just that's the biggest thing, you know, being all in to help, help this program, help guys in the team and just see something special come out of it, you know, get them to a national championship caliber team so that their guys are excited, you know, and ready to make an impact. And yeah, you know, I mean, that's the thing I've had a huge passion for. That's the thing that's drove, drove me for years. It was just that team aspect. And now it's the same thing, but in a coaching role sense. So yeah, for sure. it's definitely been a transition in my thinking the last year, but I definitely want to be, I'm, I'm working on, I, I'm not the most social guy, but I think this year will be big for me to continue to talk a lot, speak about what I've learned and just really be more verbal, more than just leading by example. Cause I feel like I've always done that pretty well, but now it's just verbalizing, Hey, like this is what you need to do. So. Yeah. hundred uh, percent. I came at it from the same, same way, man, growing up. I uh, was never the, the verbal leader kind of guy. And uh, my first head coaching gig, it was just me by myself. And so it was a, it was a big transition for that, but man, it, it's, it really is a rewarding process and, and it's a lot of fun once you get into it. And I'm super excited to come over there and see, you know, 
Blue Devil Wrestling. Um, yeah. It's, it's going to be awesome. Um, but yeah, I mean, more about the coaches, like, you know, specifically, um, you, you've had some really, really good coaches growing up. So um, what do you take more so, I guess you kind of answered the question with, you know, really, they're more invested in you as a person, right? Um, but maybe, who are some of the the big influences in your life from that coaching perspective? That's what I'm kind of getting at. Yeah. Um, so from when I was in youth, uh, this coach called Bob Johnson was one of the main guys in my corner. And then when I got into high school, my high school head coach, Dave Bergen, and then my club coach, Eric Burnett, has been a huge influence. And then when I got into college, it's been Tom Ryan. So those are the kind of guys I've talked to a tremendous amount the past couple months about this transition in my career. Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, been around some, some good ones, dude. I mean, um, it, it definitely says something that, that you've had all these accolades and, um, you know, I'm just, I'm absolutely blown away looking at your records on my screen, man. I mean, you realize, uh, but in eight years, or I guess nine years with college and high school, um, there's 13 total losses and over 300 wins. I mean, it's insane. Um, and you know, all those accolades that you had and, you know, the, the thing that comes to your mind thinking about those guys is just, they cared about me as a person. Um, I, I think that's really insightful and really cool. And I think that's something you're going to bring over to, to Duke. And, um, I know that recruits are going to love hearing that. Uh, so I'm definitely excited to hear about that, but, uh, I got a, a couple more things I wanted to ask you before. I just kind of thinking uh, on that kind of recruiting trail, um, you know, it, it is definitely a little bit harder to get kids to Duke with, you know, the academic rigor. Uh, what are you, what are you going to tell kids, um, you know, going out there trying to recruit kids? You know, how, how are you going to uh, entice them into becoming a blue devil? <laughs> well, I kind of thought about that the last couple, I would say last week. I think some of the things I'll probably talk about is just all the positives that, that um, about the program, you know, the program is, is when I committed to Ohio State back in 13, 12, 13, Ohio State wasn't a powerhouse like it was today. It was up and coming. It was growing. There was some really big commits that, that got on board, Bo Jordan and Kyle Snyder, and it just made me believe there's something special that was going to happen with the team. And I felt like it was the same thing with this team. Like Glenn got some really some, I mean, I think it's a, great, a perfect combination with the coaching staff. And we got basically two head coaches and Erickson and Glenn. And then we got a long-term volunteer assistant who's really smart. And then it'll be myself coming on staff and I'm just hungry to help the, this team grow. And then there's a couple of red shirts coming on in that are going to be really good. And that's just getting a couple couple studs. I mean, I helped at the C2X Wrestling Academy about two hours in Charlotte, and there's a couple studs that are really smart. So hopefully talk to them about the program and just tell them, like, hey, you come to come here, like, I'm willing to put in the work to help you out as much as I can, teach you all that I've learned, you know. And, and then just tell them about how, I mean, campus is beautiful, the area is beautiful, you know, and uh, just – yeah, just selling on kind of the vision I have for 
for the program and for the staff and everything, you know, and it's, the room is very nice too, you know, I think for me, so that has a little bit to do with things, you know, if you're going to uh, a room that's like, oh, I don't want to be here as opposed to like the actual room's pretty nice inside, you're like, yeah, I'm excited to get in the room every day and work and get better. So it's just little things I feel like I've thought about when I was being a recruit, what made my final decision. So. Yeah, absolutely, man. I, it's gotta be, that's a, that's an awesome selling point, man. Get on board, you know, something, something's happening. It's, it's coming together. It, you can get on it right here where, you know, we're building this program and, and be a part of the push. Um, and, and you're definitely somebody that kind of lived through that. I mean, you guys won a national title when you went there. Um, and, and so that's, that's really cool. It's exciting to hear as a, as a fan. Um, but, you know, last couple of things I got for you is um, just, you know, about you know, where you're coming from, where you're going. Um, what do you, what are you going to miss the most about Ohio? Um, man, just the relationships, I would say it's going to be, I mean, I'm going to stay in touch with those guys, but just the constant seeing them, seeing, seeing the team, seeing friends that have made it along the journey there, not seeing them as much as I did, you know, I think that's one of the big things I'll miss is just the people that were there and the community that was built and the support system, you know, um, more than anything else. Gonna miss the snow? No. <laughs> it still snows, but uh, not. It's not Ohio snow, so um, it'll be a, a lot easier on you from that aspect. Um, but you know, aside from that, my next thing was, you know, what are you looking most forward to uh, about North Carolina? And and I'll say, um, you know, both. What are you looking forward to most uh, from joining Duke, and then maybe uh, just North Carolina in general. I would say from joining Duke, just connecting with the coaches, learning a lot about their journey and just the mentorship that comes along with that. I think that'll allow me to continue to grow a lot in my own coaching style because I've only coached one year in high school. So it's like this will be the first year coaching in college. I really get to see kind of if that's the thing I do the next 50 years you know, or whatever, however long, 30 years maybe, you know. So I think definitely, that'll definitely be a learning process. And then um, I would say just being down in Durham, North Carolina is just the, the church aspect. Um, I just talked to one of the former assistant coaches um, a, uh, yesterday about him going to uh, – what church, the Summit Church that's down there that's made a huge impact in his career and his trajectory with his faith. And so that, getting involved with Athletes in Action and just exploring the area, like we can go hiking, we can go to the beach. It's just there's so much you can do in that, in that area. So that's the thing that I guess excites me about being down there. Heck yeah, man. Well, make sure you do it because I've lived here for two years. I was excited about that and I've still yet to make it to either the beach or the mountains. Uh, even though I live right here in the middle, like you're saying, uh, literally, is it? I think it's three hours uh, east for us to the beach and, and maybe like two to the west for the, the mountains and skiing and all kinds of stuff. It's a cool area and, and I'm a homebody. So um, 
maybe I'll get out there one day. But yeah, man, we're definitely looking forward to having you down here. Um, like I said, you know, as you know, obviously I'm a huge ACC fan. I'm super pumped to see, you know, Duke bringing in, you know, an awesome coaching staff. Uh, excited for the program and see where it goes. Um, but yeah, man, I, I'll quit taking up too much of your time. I'm sure you got all kinds of stuff to get get to 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 help build Duke into a powerhouse. So um, last thing before we go, you know, where can the people find you um, if they want to, you know, just reach out and talk to you or uh, schedule clinics or, or whatever else you offer? Yeah, so my website is natowrestling.com. You can go on there for one-on-ones um, and camps or speeches or anything like that. So that one, that was definitely the number one thing. And then just direct message me on Instagram. I'll try to get back. Uh, I don't spend a bunch of time on Instagram, but I try to get back at once a week to people if they reach out, you direct message. And my, my handle is just NATO. So uh, underscore NA underscore TO. Awesome, man. Well, uh, if you're listening and you live around the area, then make sure you head out to some Duke matches this year because um, it's going to be, it's going to be really exciting. And uh, for people that don't know, they, they are free. So it is awesome, easy to get into, and, and some awesome wrestling. Uh, so make sure you get out to those matches. But thank you, Mr. Nathan Tomasello, for coming on, man. I really appreciate it. I had a great time talking to you. Thanks for having me on.